0: hey now hey now hey now ladies and gentlemen welcome to a brand new edition of over the line this is your for thursday thursday edition that's right almost to the end of the week so excited about that um we'll uh Actually, I was going to say we we're going to have a Friday Night Live tomorrow. I guess we'll still do that. We're interest supposed to have a date, but maybe we'll push that back a day. We're, we, we've we been trying to have a date for like two years, and so we're going to try to do that this weekend. See if it will actually happen. Speaking of which, we did a little quasi, like uh, kind of, uh, is it a, It might be a date, maybe not. Cheap meal. Cheap meal date, something. So we went and got some food. I had to take P. Diddy to his mom, and um, she's like, I need some pasta. I'm like, oh my God, me too. I was thinking the same thing. So we go by this Italian spot that's close by uh, the house. And what's it called? Carponetti's. Bring me that food. Real quick. Let me show these people this food. Car Nope. Where's your, where's your uh, fettuccine? It's in a living room. Oh my God. They want to see your fettuccine, though. They know what fettuccine looks like. Y'all know what fettuccine looks like? It's got blackened chicken, whatever that means. So first up, oh my God. It didn't. This looks so good. The boxes are so bad. I'm like, I oh, want one order of cheese bread. Boom. That's what we got. So um. It oh Let's see what we got. Is this the only sauce they gave us? Yeah. Jeez, man. All right. So I'm just going to hold it up. This is the cheese bread. All right. Now, I think this is amazing cheese bread. I took a bite of it. But it's, see, it's thin but it's buttery and it's cheesy and it's absolutely perfect and as much as i love pizza you would think i would get pizza when i go to these places i never do you know what i get mm, i'm trying babe i get a calzone that's what i get and here's what that looks like she's actually going to make me some garlic butter and spread it over the top of it y'all ready you know you ready here it is oh. look at that it's, it's got a hole in it that's its little zone butthole but it's i'm not even gonna pick it up it's gonna fall apart but it's got pep it's got sausage peppers it's even got jalapenos in there they said i'm very excited thank you my lovely assistant for bringing the food in here for everybody to see yeah close that door get on out of here get on out trying to do a show. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited. I decided I'm not going to eat until we finish this podcast. But we're going to hook it up. Oh, I just spilled my drink. So, um, where was I at? Oh, we got some new equipment on the way for uh, when we do our conspiracy shows. We've been kind of in this weird spot where we're having trouble doing two shows because we've got the new mic and we, we didn't realize how good the new mic was going to sound until we got it. Now that we have it, we're like, crap, we got to have another one. So we got another one on the way. Hopefully it'll be here in a few days and and Trish and I can start putting out more content together for you guys. I know you guys are begging for it and you hate my guts because we haven't gotten it out as quick as we should have, but it is coming, I assure you. So uh, sweet and short podcast tonight, several things to talk about. One last night, if you saw the... Uh, not the, the not state of the union speech to the joint members of Congress that Joe Biden gave. Uh, it was a little bizarre. It was a little uh, the message, the overall message, at least they pretended to be is America is back. And it was very strange to see a room, a half filled room of people in the Congress all vaccinated, but wearing masks and talking about how America is back. Just think about that. Last night during Joe Biden's speech, he talked about how America is back while speaking to a half-filled room of fully vaccinated people wearing masks. Why are they wearing masks? I mean, even if you want to go with the, the B.S. CDC guidelines... They tell you not to wear a mask if everybody's vaccinated. But, Andrew, they're trying to set an example. Do you all know somebody that's kind of iffy and don't really know if they want to wear a mask or not at this point? Are there people out there that are like, Man, I wish I wish somebody really show me the way. Like, do, do, do I should I wear a mask or not? Everybody knows you either want to wear a mask or you don't. Nobody's waiting on Joe Biden to set the example on what they should do. You want to set the example, set the example for the vaccinated people. If America is back, set the example and say, I'm vaccinated. My people are vaccinated. Congress is vaccinated. So we're not going to wear masks. That would be the sign that America is back. Not walking around like a bunch of faceless zombies where our 120 year old president is Scoots down the aisle on the way to the podium to give a snooze fest of a speech. That is everything except America being back. America is in a regression right now. We're going backwards. Literally, we're going backwards. We're targeting groups of people based on their color. We're promoting violence against people we don't like based on their profession and we elected a guy that is pro-segregation and tried everything he could to keep black kids out of the schools that his lily-white kids go to. All while his sons run around smoking crack and banging hookers. That's not progress. That's not America's back. That's it's the exact opposite. Anyway, In case you missed it, I figured I would do you all a favor and show you just a little bit of Joe Biden's speech because I know how much you guys love to watch this stuff. So check out a little bit of this, just in case you missed it.
1: 27 years ago, I wrote it. It'll close the act that has to be authorized now. It'll close the boyfriend loophole. To keep guns out of the hands of abusers, the court order said this is an abuser. You can't own a gun. It's to close that loophole that existed. You know, it's estimated that 50 women are shot and killed by an intimate partner every month in America, 50 a month. Let's pass it and save some lives. America's adversaries, the autocrats of the world, are betting we can't. And I promise you, they're betting we can't. They believe we're too full of anger and division and rage.
0: Well, we kind of are.
1: They look at the images of the mob that assaulted the Capitol as proof that the sun is setting on American democracy.
0: They're looking at the mob at the Capitol and saying, America's falling apart. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. But maybe it's the daily footage of stores being burnt to the ground or riots or looting or our own law enforcement being attacked, cop cars being flipped over. Maybe that's got a little bit to do with it. Or maybe they're just watching this speech and saying, oh, America's in trouble now.
1: But they're wrong. You know it. I know it. But we have to prove them wrong. We have to prove democracy still works, that our government still works, and we can deliver for our people. Folks, as I told every world leader I've ever met with over the years, it's never, ever, ever been a good bet to bet against America, and it still isn't. We're the United States of America. There is not a single thing, nothing, nothing beyond our capacity. We can do whatever we set our minds to if we do it together. So let's begin to get together. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops.
0: Oh my God! Uh, Oh, thank you for your patience. There's another thing I notice about Joe Biden is is at the end of a lot of things that he says, he makes sure to say, "In my opinion," or the way I feel about. In my opinion, well, we're not we're not looking for opinions. We're looking for leadership. We're looking for solid decisions, hard decisions, difficult decisions to be made. Not I think this that might be a good idea, I don't know. But we know Joe Biden is not calling the shots. The real president was the cackling lady behind him sitting with Nancy Pelosi. That's the real president. Along with Nancy Pelosi as well, I do believe. I think, in my opinion it's absolutely ridiculous and again watching him shuffle down the aisle at the beginning as he walked to the podium slouched over shuffling his feet taking 10 friggin minutes to get to the podium why does it take that long because you're not even allowed to bump fist with anybody or talk to anybody get within six feet what's taking you so long joe it's frightening. It's it's actually very very frightening. But I got to talk about something else tonight. And that is powerful people especially presidents going after their political enemies. And how dangerous that is for a country and we know it's dangerous because it's been repeated in history time and time and time again before i get into that let me remind you about vapor forge out on 280 you know all about them i tell you all the time give vapor forge a shout out tell them thank you tell them you appreciate them sponsoring this show and making sure you can get over the line five days a week and um they'll appreciate you if you if you got vapor needs you got uh uh, delta eight cbd needs They got you covered. Just make sure you mention over the line and they will take care of you. I assure you. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham. Again, next to Bailey Brothers, 205-874-9010. You can also see their info on VaporForge.com. And uh, I think they got some new social media going up very, very soon. So uh, keep an eye out for that as well. And um, they'll they'll get you handled. Handled. Going after political enemies is something that Joe Biden now seems to be doing, but it didn't start with Joe Biden. It starts with who we have to assume is really calling the shots, and it's, he's not the originator of it, but there's people that the, these Democrats, these radical Democrats look up to that went this route. The autocrats that Joe Biden spoke of, the Vladimir Putins, the Kim Jong-uns, the Fidel Castros of the world that made sure to eliminate political enemies because political enemies can be your biggest threat, the biggest threat to your power. And that is the one thing you are not willing to relinquish. You're not willing to let go of your power and you will do whatever it takes to maintain that. You will pull no punches, no holds barred. Obama set that precedence while he was in office by going after his political enemies in a, in a plethora of ways. One of those is using the IRS. Obama used the IRS to eliminate political Enemies. He he used it to silence free speech. You think Facebook and Twitter are the originators of silencing free speech? No. Obama set the table for that stuff. Obama would go after nonprofits and political groups that were were nonprofits or 501c3s or whatever you call them. And say, well, if you want to keep your tax-exempt status... You can't be saying X, Y, and Z. Now, who does that ultimately affect? How far do you take that? Do you take it to the churches? And you tell a pastor? Hey, if you're going to talk about politics, if you're going to talk about abortion, or gay marriage, or you're going to promote a Republican candidate, if you mention Trump, you might not classify as a tax-exempt organization. We might have to put you in a different category. They do this. This is very, very real. And the Obama administration was notorious for this stuff. Not only that, but one of Obama's most prominent characteristics, the Obama administration in general, one of the things that they were absolutely the best at, nobody better... That was spying on political opponents. And it didn't start with the Trump campaign, although you know that story very well. It started with reporters at Fox News and even reporters at the AP. The Obama administration literally spied on James Rosen from Fox News and used some sort of bogus charges in order to do so. Because the Obama administration was terrified that James Rosen had some real dirt on him. An example, if Obama thought that you had some insider info on what they were planning leading up to the 2016 election with FISA spying and Russian collusion and all these other things, Obama's not willing to risk that. He will absolutely strip your freedoms and your liberties away from you and attempt to throw you in prison to keep that information from coming out. The Justice, Dispar- Justice Department spied extensively on Fox News reporter James Rosen in 2010, collecting his telephone records, tracking his movements in and out of the State Department, and and seizing 2 days of Rosen's personal emails. An FBI agent also accused Rosen of breaking anti-espionage law with behavior that as described in the agent's own affidavit falls well within the side well well, well inside the bounds of traditional news reporting. Sounds like opinion-based stuff. That surfaced with Obama's administration already under fire for season two months of telephone records of reporters and editors at the Associated Press. Obama went as far as to say he makes no apologies for investigations into national security related leaks. Now, Obama and, and the Obama administration, you have to understand, and nobody talks about this, they prosecuted. More leakers than anybody else. And leakers was a very broad umbrella to be under. You could be a leaker as a reporter. When in reality, you have the freedom of the press and you've got the ability under the law to report whatever you get your hands on. You might be held liable for for lawsuits. But as far as the federal government and the DOJ coming after you, you, you can report whatever you want but not under the Obama administration. The Obama administration has prosecuted twice as many leakers by the end of his term than all other presidents combined. Twice as many. Now compare that to what we saw over the last four years near the Trump administration and every day having a new leak true or not it was a constant leak and if donald trump dared to come out and say we're going to find these leakers and throw them in prison i'm going to personally use the power of the fbi and the doj to go after these leakers they would have stoned him in the street they would have absolutely ravaged donald trump they would have called for investigations They would file their third, fourth, fifth, sixth impeachment because Donald Trump would be trying to suppress the freedom of the press. They would not have it. But when it was their turn, it was perfectly fine. It was national security related stuff. We're trying to make sure everybody's safe from these dirty Fox News reporters. How ironic is that? If we go back and watch yesterday's podcast, the irony of national security-related risk while the Secretary of State under Obama, after he had left office, under the Trump administration with no official government role, was going and negotiating with Iran. A country that is the number one state sponsor of terrorism. A country that wants to blow us and our allies off the map. In their sessions of Parliament and Congress, they chant death to America. But yet, John Kerry, who now works for the Biden administration, but was Secretary of State under Obama, thinks it's okay to go cozy up with him, and even give him secrets as to covert operations by us and our allies. That's treason. That's treason without a doubt. And as far as I'm concerned, this spying and this Persecution of political enemies is treason. And I, in fact, believe that is what we saw just yesterday with the raids in the homes and offices of Rudy Giuliani. We saw the FBI, the feds, raid Rudy Giuliani's home and office. As some ongoing political probe, they did it at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Now, Rudy Giuliani, by everything that we have publicly available, affidavits, statements, everything else. Rudy Giuliani has offered them everything they've asked for. But for some reason, they felt like, hey, wait, wait, we're done asking for stuff, even though you're complying with everything, and we're just going to come seize your things. We're going to come seize your things and see if we can just find something to nail you against the wall with. Remember Roger Stone? Same thing with Roger Stone. Donald Trump had to pardon the guy. He had to commute a sentence because they tried to throw this man in prison. And they had nothing on him. They do everything to nitpick anything they can. Because guess what? If you are a big enough enemy to them, if you're a big enough threat to them, even though you're not doing anything wrong, and your nose is clean for the most part, they will find something to hammer you with. They will find something. And if they don't, they'll create something. In order to prosecute you in order to squeeze you they may not be looking to take you out but they're looking to take somebody out that they need your help with in this case rudy giuliani is just a step towards trump according to our count, this is the third trump attorney that the feds have gone after you see a pattern here this is not isolated incidents. This is not, oh, Rudy Giuliani must have been doing something wrong. This is political persecution, the type of persecution that goes on in third world countries. You are seeing that right before your eyes. All while the media paints it as just some kind of normal run of the mill stuff. He, he mustn't be a criminal. So thank goodness the feds got out there in time before he could destroy a bunch of evidence. The DOJ's corrupt. The FBI's corrupt. If they had something on him, they wouldn't have waited this long. There was no reason to. But for some reason, now it's of utmost importance that they get a hold of Rudy Giuliani and maybe maybe it's not so much about the persecution of political enemies at least at this moment maybe it's more about something else that's going on maybe it's more about things like I don't know. The audit going on in Maricopa County in the state of Arizona. Maybe it's something to do with a very thorough check of what happened in Arizona. That these people are now looking through these ballots and trying to get a very detailed picture of which ballots are legitimate and which are not. And we're getting reports that a ton of them are not legitimate, even though the Democrats are still trying to railroad this thing. It had gone on for weeks. The Democrats sued, took to court, filed lawsuits, tried to do everything to get this audit stopped. Using the excuse of, oh, it's, it's, it's a threat because it's undermining our democracy and it's about how people view it. If people see us doing this, then, then they'll really start not trusting the results. But that's not what it's about. Because if that was what it was about, they would in fact be okay with an audit that if everything's on the up and up would show them to be the rightful winners of the White House. And then that would bring peace of mind to everybody about the legitimacy of the 2020 election. But instead, they did everything they could to stop it. They had a ruling against them last week to try to put it on hold. It got to continue until Thursday today, where again, a judge struck it down and said, listen, you just let these people do their audit." Now, as there's reports of illegitimate ballots being found in large numbers, ballots that don't have a crease in them or don't have a name attached to them or anything like this, there's also complaints about observers at this Arizona audit saying these people counting the ballots, some of them are just worried about speed and not accuracy. And that's what they're telling them to do. And this may be another screw job in the end. I don't know. But there is a big difference. And this time you're not having Republican poll watchers being kicked out in the middle of the county. We've got a better handle on this than we had the first time. And so we hope and pray No matter what the result is, the truth is in fact found out. We all know what the truth is. We all know this election was a scam. We know that 81 million people did not vote for Joe Biden. We know everything there is to know about this election. We know we're not stupid. And we know that, you know, it's no big secret. We're all on the same page. Y'all on the other side are just putting on a face because you want to rub it in the Trumpster's face. We got you, man. We got One-term loser president kicked out of office. America has spoken. Just know, if you are in fact the ones promoting that, you will have the blood of democracy on your hands in the end. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. I never want to be in a position where I look at people and say, I told you so. Cause at that point, the democracy is no more. I don't want to be in a position where democracy is over, where this country is over. And I get to look at someone and say, I told you this was going to happen. That is the last thing I want to do. All I want is the truth. I don't think Maricopa County is going to change the outcome of the election. It may change what the real result was, but I don't think it's going to change and pull Joe Biden out and put Trump in there. But it is an important step in making sure we reform how we conduct these elections in several states. If we find out in Maricopa County that there were some real bad shenanigans going on, next stop is going to be Pennsylvania. The next stop is going to be Michigan. The next stop is going to be Georgia. We're gonna find out exactly what happened in these in these states and in these counties and have the cold hard evidence of it and say, this is unacceptable. We're not holding another election like this ever again. You wanna wonder why people are bum-rushing the Capitol? It's because they know people aren't stupid, but a lot of the country is stupid. A lot of the country laps this stuff up. It's so funny watching people on Facebook uh, commenting on, on Joe Biden's social media or Washington Post or whatever. They're like, oh, it feels so good to have a, 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 a real American president. Oh, it's so good to see a woman as a vice president. Oh, Nancy Pelosi, she's so strong. Look at her up there. And I'm like, man, aren't you just so proud to live in a country where people are literally drooling over millionaire politicians who would not piss on them if they were on fire? Just love it. Just love it. It's crazy. But that's where we're at. So pray that the truth is found in Maricopa County. And from there, the dominoes start to fall because there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to do before 2022, and there's a ton of work to be done before 2024 because we have to get our country back. Nothing represented what happened in 2020 like the images of the White House and the Capitol surrounded in barbed wire fences. It was the perfect imagery of a stolen nation. A perfect imagery of a government gone rogue against the people they are supposed to serve. Nothing represents it more than that. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Thank you for taking the time to watch this. Make sure you comment, you like, you share, you do all the things as we continue to try to get the word out. It's very important that y'all do that. A lot of people hit me up that listen to this show and you see the views on YouTube and they've gone down tremendously. And I don't know if that's partly YouTube. I don't know if it's we boring or what, but some of y'all say, man, why, why can't we get the word out? Why can't, why aren't more people watching this stuff? And I don't have an answer. A lot of you guys listen to the audio and it's more convenient that way. I don't have the answer. Why more people aren't watching these videos? But I do know with you guys and your help, we can get the word out. We can make sure people stay informed. People are making intelligent decisions and people are having intelligent discussions all while staying in the loop. That's what I'm here to do. And I'm going to continue to do that. I don't care how many people watch this, it is what I do and it's what I'll continue to do. But that's it. We'll be back tomorrow. Friday Night Live. Make sure you don't miss that. We do that sometime around 7, 8 o'clock Central Time on Friday night. You can always go back and watch it on the backside, but we'll have something for you. And until then, see you, cool.